From the backstretch at Saratoga, this is Loose on the Lead with Steve Bick and Seth Merrill. Loose on the Lead is sponsored by... Good morning. Day four at the meet. Day one for Loose on the Lead. Seth Merrow and Steve Bick live from the Saratoga backstretch. I was doing the one shot there. I thought we were open with the one shot. Uh, uh, we are live from uh, Claire Court, uh, as always. And bonjour, mon ami, oh, as alluded to at the end of the last merci, show. Uh, and I was watching Twitter, and yes, you were, you were over in France. It uh, didn't make any difference. A new continent, and you're handing out winners like candy. We, we really had a just an unbelievable two weeks. I, I, and I, you, know, you go certain places, and you grow up, and you go through your life uh, you know, hearing about places or seeing images, and you, you, know, you get a certain perception and anticipation. It, it exceeds expectation. And really, the Paris in particular... I had never, I'd been, I'd been through in, in sort of fleeting fashion on other trips to, to Europe. This was a two-week, you know, eight days in Paris and then six, six and a half in the Loire Valley uh, with all those castles. Uh, it, it's pretty magical. But Paris itself is, yeah, it's everything, everything you expect. Eiffel Tower, Arc de Triomphe. Eiffel Tower is ridiculously uh, moving. You wouldn't. You know, you know, yeah. For all of the, for all of the imagery and and the movies and all the hype and the romantic, that, 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 then you're there, particularly at night. We went during the day, the first, the, our first full day, where it was 93 degrees, and we 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 walked 10 miles a day, uh, without Tina having to you know put the shank on me and drag me around. I, it, it, and we just kept walking and walking. And at one point, we ended up on, we were on the left bank. And we started to, you know, let's go up toward the, and there we are, you know, by the Eiffel Tower. But then at night, when the thing sparkles, which they do, by the way, for when you go to Paris, that only happens at the top of the hour for five minutes, like from 10 o'clock to 10.05, 11 to 11.05. So it you know, if you go and you think, oh, why, why isn't it, why isn't it lighting up at the top of the hour? Uh, it, it, you think you're in a movie. Uh, you know, you kiss, you kiss your wife, and and uh, you know. Happy birthday to Tina, by the uh, way. Yesterday, absolutely, but she's going to make it last. Don't worry. Uh, it, it's going to go into this week uh, when we go down to Haskell on the Jersey Shore. So we'll have some birthday dinners uh, you know, down. Uh, down around uh, Ocean Port. Oh, speaking of that, was the food in France? Food in France, it, 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 you know, it's a funny, again, it, it, it's somewhat unusual because they've got these, they've got these rather, uh, rather fixed menus that are very, uh, they're pretty much identical wherever you go. And you, you better, you, you better block out the evening because it, I won't even call it leisurely. It, 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 it's like every single meal is a marathon, and restaurants don't open until 7 o'clock at night. 
That, that, that's like first seeding. So you can forget early bird. You're not going to pull an early bird there. Now, of course, the benefit is it's six hours ahead. So you're, you know, you're, yeah, yeah. you're still fresh. It, it's kind of weird. I, it's taken me a week, actually, to not wake up at 3 a.m., uh, 2 a.m. I'm an early riser anyway. Food was very good. Maybe the best meal we had, this is very funny, we were in the Loire Valley. And we ended up at a small little, we were in a little village, and we went to a creperie, and there, there's, a, there's a revelation involved with the creperie scenario. You a crepe? You like crepes at all now and then? In the winter, I, maple? No, I never really no? have. I, I mean, I, I don't know whether I like them. I've never really done it. The, the crepe as dessert. There's a whole different crepe that nobody knows about that you have as a main course. It's a galette. It's still a crepe in in theory. It's still a thin pancake, but it's made with buckwheat flour. So it's a heartier, it's like a heartier pancake. And it has some meat filling and, and whatnot. I had one with Swiss cheese and ham and onion and there was something else in there. It was unbelievable. And it's just a it's just a crepey pancake, you know, that's been on the grill with the cheese and the meat and the Oh my God. It was unbelievable. And everything's with a salad. They put this little side salad on everything. It's like four pieces of lettuce with a vinaigrette. It, it's it with it it comes with everything. I mean you, you can order breakfast. I'll tell you what else has risen back up on my radar. After years, on the shelf, the soft-boiled egg. Oh. Uh When was the last time you had a nice soft-boiled egg? I was not an egg person until I became an adult, and so I don't know that I've ever really done soft-boiled. That still scares me a little bit. I can remember my grandfather, though, when I'd go to Maine, he would have the little cup. cup Now you're talking. Cut out the top and spoon in. Yeah. My father was a big soft-boiled egg guy. And you go to the, for breakfast. They've got what looks like a toaster, except that it's a tank of hot water, with little with a little thing. You drop the egg. The egg, the egg sits in there. This timer, you know, you, they're very big, by the way, with the timers. The 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 sand through the hourglass. So is the days of our soft boiled egg. It, it it's very funny. Uh, with tea, they've got these tea timers for seeping your tea, uh, and then also for your soft boiled. Anyway. I'm back on the soft-boiled egg train. My father loved soft-boiled eggs. Come to the table on a plate. The egg is under the cup, and then there's one in the top. There's a fat cup, and then there's the narrow cup. You, you got it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, no, I don't remember my grandfather. You get some toast. You make little slices. You dip your... Oh. Yeah, he would, he would spoon it out. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I alluded to it when I introduced that. Talk about uh, stopping at the, the races oh, in France. And, and you're, you, like I say, you're handing it. It was very funny, actually. <laughs> the Longchamp surprised me. The, the course is expansive. I mean, and, yeah, and yeah. like all the European, uh, the major European ovals, it, there's like six different layouts over a big expansion. It's out in a beautiful, it's also in this mammoth bois, in this huge forest. And as you drive there, it's almost like a sports complex. Roland Garros Stadium is right there. You, you pass Roland Garros, the French Open, and then you go a little further, and there's Longchamp. And it, it's not a grandiose, it's a handsome, you know, they remodeled fairly recently. And 
it, it's a different, not different looking, it, it's a different color. It's, a, it's this rusty yellow. Uh, and we went on a Thursday where they're doing a promotion all summer uh, where they're bringing in DJs after the races. And so they're specifically promoting to a young audience. Uh, they, they, they've had a problem, actually, at, at Longchamp that they have not been able to capture uh, the interest of, of younger uh, Parisians. As, as a so- But this promotion has been sold out every single Thursday. And in fact, I think this Thursday, uh, Martin Solvik, the French DJ, who's an international star, he's there to end the season. Uh, so we ended up going to that uh, with our host, a girl by the name of Anya Shamsour, who uh, worked in Manhattan and was a roommate of, of our son, Spencer. So the parents had invited us. We stayed with them. You know, Europeans, they'll invite you. You, you, you meet them in a bar. They'll invite you to come stay with them uh, for as long as you want. It's, un, it's unbelievable, actually. I learned that in Montreal. In, in Montreal, you, you meet somebody and you say, oh, come stay with me. You, you got a place to stay with? No, we're, we're hacking around. No, come stay with us. Okay. Uh, it's a big deal. And, and, and very few serial killings, by the way. Very few. <laughs> Um, as long as you don't go to, as long as you don't go to Massapequa, uh, <laughs> so we're there, and and Anya and her brother, they don't know anything, and so I'm looking at the PPs, which I pulled up on the phone, the the, the DRF uh, international PPs, and and the feature actually had been a group three earlier on the card that we we didn't get, we weren't there yet, uh, so I'm looking at this race. So there's a Wertheimer, there's a Wertheimer. Uh, from Roger, uh, that's coming back, has been away since September. She's coming out of group two and group three races. If she runs her race, nobody's beating her. It's a seven horse field. And then I see there's one horse in nice form who's a kind of a cut beneath, has not a stake horse, the one, and she's in good form. And she's going to be in front. So I say to the kids, I said, it, it's the one and the seven. Nobody else. There, there isn't anybody else in this field. The rest of them were claimers, literally. I mean, the unsept exactly. Exactly. And I said, the one and the seven, put them together. Sure enough, the one put up to the front. Seven makes a late move, clunks up, can't get to the, the front running one. She's nine to one. So we got a $20 winner, and they're waving euros around. Uh, <laughs> Soccer blue. It's unbelievable. It was, and I'm laughing my ass off. Uh, I, I, that's, I, so, that's hilarious. You know, I'm here three minutes, and, uh, you know. Yeah, that's great. My sister and her husband were over for like a month uh, in, back in June. They had a great time. And, like, you, they, they had kind of rented a, a spot, a, but immediately they made friends with neighbors, yeah, and they were over eating dinner at neighbors' houses. You, you take the metro. You can get anywhere in the city in, in no time at all. Uh, we, I wanted to get to St. Cloud and, and DeVille, but we're going to have to save that. St. Cloud is very close to where the, where the center of the, the unrest was in Nanterre. Um, and uh, uh, people that, got a lot of emails and people texting and saying, oh, is it safe? And it, Yeah, I mean, it, the, the, there was real unrest uh, over that police uh, shooting, um, but it, it was very isolated, and you actually could hear... You could actually, in parts of the city, you could hear no, things it happen. Like it it was, was no, it was the real thing, but it wasn't. It wasn't widespread at all. It was very concentrated, and uh, they made sure to have a, a you know, a serious uh, 
police presence throughout the the city, and then it, it then you know day four, five, six, it 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 started to, it had spread though to Nice and Marseille, uh, but it it subdued and uh, it, it was still a, just an amazing experience. And then then touring these castles, it, it's just it's insane actually. And it's not like you know, they they were only built like. 250, 300 years ago. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like... Uh, are, are they uh, tourist spots now, or, oh, God, or are they residences? Tourists. Well, it, it's funny you say that. There's a couple of them. There's one we went to um, that uh, th- that is really the principal, one of the biggest attractions in, in France, in Europe, Chenonceau, uh, which is now owned by the Menier family and has been... Um, the chocolate, the chocolatiers. Uh, it, it's basically, you know, like Hershey for France. They, and they, this is like Hershey Park. I mean, it's this, it's crazy what's going, I mean, you, you go through these and there's, you know, there's art and there's the tapestries and you know, Catherine de Medici, you know, her bedroom. And it, it's really amazing. And you know, they built these, it's funny, what's funny about it, they built these castles. And none of them were ever engaged in any, like, war or anything. They were just show places. They were just ostentatious yeah, yeah. Uh, displays of wealth and grandeur. Uh, and it, 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 it jaw just drops, not to mention the landscape. The landscape. Oh. I mean, they, they, to, you cannot conceive of, of how many people it must have taken, in, you know, in the, in the 16th, 17th, 1800s, to maintain these gardens, I, I, even now, yeah. we went to Ver, we went to Versailles. I, I, you, you, you can't believe it. What what goes on with these? You know the ornate uh, uh, shrubbery and and my favorite, which is those square the trees that are squared off. Yeah, but but, but apparently now they've got the they've got the machine that just. That, that, oh well, that makes sense. Yeah, but. They didn't have that machine in seventeen ten, <laughs> and they it, they also went beyond the square. I mean, there would be shapes and well, yeah, all they, yeah. Well, go down to Ocala, down at Ocala at WEC at the uh, the World Equestrian Center. They've got those uh, topiaries. topiaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah topiaries. He was about to say topiary. Yeah, yeah. I was I was <laughs> I was, I was, I was this, this close. Uh, just before we move off France, I have to ask, Mona Lisa. Saw the Mona Lisa. I will, I will not. I will not be one of those who say meh, and I won't like fall over myself. Uh, I knew it was modest, and it is. What, the problem they've got is they've got it in this hall, and it, people are people are like maniacs. And and not to, I'm not trying to cast any cultural aspersions, but there's one particular group of people that yeah, I mean, with cameras that that, that are just you're lucky. You're, you're lucky. You're, it doesn't turn into a Who concert in Cincinnati. It, it uh, I'm telling you, I mean, you, you'd be ready for an elbow or two in the back and a, and a you know, a Nikon lens to the face. It's crazy. So we, so Tina, Tina actually, she did, she, you know, she was doing some of the lean in, and uh, uh, so she got the best picture. The Venus de Milo, at this is at the Louvre, and the, the Louvre is okay. The, the museum you want to put on your agenda is the Musée d'Orsay, which is the old train station from the Paris Exposition of 1898. It, it, it is 
unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, you every room you go into, there's another masterpiece, including Starry Night uh, by Van Gogh. Oh. And uh, there was a, the, the, the Manet uh, Degas exhibit, which included both of their, both Degas and Manet had that period when Longchamp opened in, in 1865, 1864. And they both, you know, they were at the height of their careers, and they both fell in love with the racetrack. And Longchamp became, you know, the center of social activity in, in Paris at that time. And they both have got these pictures. It's, it's interesting because Manet loved the action, and they got loved the, you know, the atmosphere. Uh, you know, horses warming up, or horses in the parade ring, uh, training. So, so there's this balance, and there was an entire room as part of the uh, the exhibit, the Manet uh, Degas exhibit, where there was nothing but their Longchamp yeah, nice. paintings. We had just uh, pretty magical. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend. Yeah, and and again, it was fun to see over there handing out the winners uh, across the pond, as it were. Uh, before we go to a break, uh, play of the day. DePaula play of the day? Yes. I have one. Very good. Um, and and uh, for folks who are interested, the play of the day team is still, the entry forms are still open. 50 folks selected for the team will be placing a $100 wager on the play of the day. Uh, every day the team will split up the winnings at the end of the season. And I think uh, entries close tomorrow or Tuesday maybe, but you still have time. Go to CapitalOTV.com and uh, click on the promotions link. And then you'll, you'll see this graphic right there. Click on that, and there's an entry form. And so take your chance to uh, get selected for the play of the day team. I love it. Uh, second play of the, of the day so far this season. Uh, opening day, actually, uh, that horse that drew in, we talked about on the radio, that the Antonacci, that absolutely looked live. And I, and I would have loved to have uh, gotten a chance to to get back to that. But anyway, the we were going to have Larry Ravelli today. Ravelli texted me last night. He's on the dance floor at some wedding in Michigan. I'm not going to be there. I, I'm, I'm staying at this wedding. Okay, Larry. So no Larry Ravelli. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to go with Ravelli today uh, with uh, Vince Foglia's Uncashed. Uh, this is the uncaptured gelding that... I know some people assumed that he was entered to maybe, you know, anticipation of the race coming off the turf, uh, but he's good either way. And uh, I'm not, you know, when it comes to soft turf, that's always a, yes. you know, that's always a bit of an unknown. But as it happens, I had Ravelli on this week coming back from vacation because I wanted to talk about two fills, injury and retirement, plus these other horses, uh, Ravelli's hitting on all cylinders. Uh, he won the Hawthorne Derby. Uh, he has that nice, uh, he had that nice, uh, he's got no balls uh, as well that's won a couple of stakes. And this is a horse that he is really high on coming out of the Golden Circle. And we talked about the war chant mare that, she, that, uh, that he's out of. This is uh, Charlie B. And he fully intended to run on turf. Now, soft turf is a, is a bit of a mystery, but this horse is on a nice roll, has only ever been beaten uh, by a half length and five career starts. Um, it looks like he wants the lead. I don't think he necessarily has to have the lead, uh, but he's five to one, 
And uh, I think we'll get every bit of that with the Wesley Ward runners. Right now, that race remains on the turf. Uh, he's also drawn a little bit outside uh, in the nine hole. And chances are the crown of the turf is, is going to be a good place. Uh, draws are at Ortiz. And uh, for me, the play of the day, the DePaula play of the day is uncashed. And hope that's not the case. Hope that we I'm right cash. with you. I used that one on Did top as well. There you uh, go. So. It's, got, it's got the Seth Merrow seal, seal of, of approval. approval. Very good. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, it's quick call day uh, uh, presented by the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. And so uh, one of the worthy uh, horse racing charities, certainly. And the next couple of guests in the next couple of segments have been tied in uh, with uh, raising some money for the TRF. So we'll uh, conversate about that as we move forward. Conversate? A little, a little bit. I, I was trying to think of what the right... I think that works. Well, I'm, now I'm going to have to look it up. But uh, we'll have all of that coming up and more a little bit later on as we continue. Day number one of Loose on the Lead. Stay tuned. Back right after this. Birdstone is an upside It only takes one upset to make history, and now you can be part of Saratoga's long tradition at the Dark Horse Mercantile. The Dark Horse Mercantile offers a carefully curated selection of clothing, gifts, and home decor from one-of-a-kind vintage racing memorabilia to select brands like Barber and Under Armour, as well as exclusive Dark Horse branded merchandise. So celebrate the Dark Horse in all of us at the Dark Horse Mercantile downtown Saratoga, where the smart bet is always the Dark Horse. What if there was a way to become a better horse player, to have a better knowledge of the game, to be more successful? What if there were a way to take what you've learned, what you know, and make better decisions, better choices? In horse racing, knowledge is a powerful tool. Race results and replays, past performances and live streaming, wagering from all your digital devices. Capital OTB, become a better horse player. When you think trucks, think DePaula. Then come join the family for value. Just visit, call, or click. This week's Chevy Silverado is just $5.49 a month with zero due at inception. Yes, zero down. So come join the family and think DePaula for all your automotive needs. When you think trucks, think DePaula. The all-new 2024 Chevy Trax is here. Bigger, roomier, seats five, and lots of technology. And just $4.19 a month, zero down. So come join the family and think DePaula for all your automotive needs. We're back on Loose on the Lead on this first Sunday of the Saratoga season. And uh, as Seth mentioned, TRF Day and the quick call, we're going to do some Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation conversation with two fundraisers, two really nice stories. But I've also got to bring in one piece of news that broke in the last hour or so. Funny side uh, has passed after a colic 
bout. And Seth and I will talk about him. We'll talk about the Derby. We'll talk about the magic uh, that was involved in Funny Side's run for the Triple Crown and all it did for the New York Bread program. I just, it's funny, I just happened to have had uh, Jack Knowlton on the other day. And of course, uh, Funny came up. And uh, one of my partners at DT, Mark, uh, Marty uh, Shapiro, just went to visit him uh, the other day, said he looked terrific. And uh, Bacolic, in, in, in aging horses, their, their system thickens and, and tightens. And uh, Colic in a senior advanced age horse is very, very serious. It's serious at any time but particularly with retirees and, and older horses. So thoughts to everybody, not just at Sacatoga, uh, but the countless fans. There, there is certainly a generation of horse player and fan that came to the game with Funny Side's run. So, School bus, uh, the whole story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, let's turn to Chris Carpenter and the long shot. The story of Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners, Ben Bang, and turned into... Uh, epic poetry. We were just talking about classics and, and timeless. Uh, this is this is sort of the epic of Gilgamesh, uh, except that it's uh, except that it's a, a Philly. It is, and uh, it's funny. This all started as just a just a poem. Me being a, a, a little bit of a sap with this horse, uh, <laughs> being my first horse ever. Um, I wrote a poem the night before the race, and and she was a long shot on the line, uh, on the morning line, and so. Um, it wasn't ever written to be a children's book because um, I didn't mention anything about her winning uh, in that poem and went out the next day and, and won the race, and it was a pretty, pretty special moment. It turned into the long shot. There's so many fun parts of it, uh, including uh, the artist, the local artist, Dave Papa, whose wonderful illustrations are going to also excite. By I can tell you that uh, we had Chris on radio uh, earlier in the week, and Tina went out to see our grandchildren, our three-year-old granddaughter, uh, listened to it six times at least, maybe eight. Uh, absolutely loved it. Your story is also fun because, of course, Chris, uh, a retired Major League Baseball player, spending time with the Red Sox, the Cubs, and uh, as, we, as we fleshed out the other day, uh, the Tokyo Yakult Swallows. That's right. Uh, and then, you know, here you end up uh, becoming a, a fan of the game. Explain, your, explain your, your sports journey in general and your gravitation, uh, you know, into becoming a partner at Eclipse and becoming, you know, so avid a fan that you were moved to write this. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, I'm a, I'm a small-town kid from Ohio. Um, you know, I grew up in a town of 2,000 people, um, not many major leaguers come from small farmland in Ohio, but uh, was fortunate enough to make my way up through the ranks of the minor leagues. And uh, finally in uh, 2011, made my debut in Chicago. And so, you know, while I, while I wasn't a long, long, long time, I had my cup of coffee for a couple years, um, but was fortunate to get there. And I experienced the, the grind to make it to that top level and uh, appreciated all the work that to get to that top level. And so, uh, fast forward to 2021 when I had some family friends um, in Arkansas where my wife is from talk to me about the, the horse racing industry and they had been fortunate enough to be part of some very, very good horses, one being Animal Kingdom. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess if you're going to be part of a part of a horse, that's not a bad one to be a part of. So um, they were part of Animal Kingdom, kind of were telling me a little bit about the industry and kind of if you wanted to get involved, maybe just you know, tiptoe into it, learn the industry, 
try to educate yourself and uh, you never go to the track expecting to win. Just, you know, you're building relationships, um, you're, you're, you're meeting great people um, and that's kind of what I did and that was really the, the, the synopsis of this poem that I wrote. It was, a, it was just a thank you to this horse who had put in a lot of work and uh, was not, ex not a lot was expected from this horse. And, um, you know, it was just a thank you to get us there. And, um, and then it goes out and wins. And again, the horse is Ben Bang. And I pulled up the, the lifetime uh, record on Equibase last night and did win the first start right up here at Saratoga back in 2021. And it sounds like from your story, up until three or four years ago, you weren't related to horse racing at all. You, you kind of got pulled in just just recently just recently i wasn't i wasn't related to writing i wasn't related to horse racing so all of this is very new to me amazing. but the the amazing people that i've met along this journey it's you know i will i will forever cherish all of it so, i'm curious were, were you here for the for the... we actually it, it had got the uh first couple times that it got rained off the 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 race had not been carted then at once it was rained off and so we did not make the the trip because the the card I think it was two cards that it got didn't get filled, and um, so I was actually in my living room um, watching the race and as it was coming out my wife videoed it which I try to keep that video undercover. <laughs> my wife video I got tears running down my face you know just a smile uh, on my face it was it was a wonderful moment. You and Chris's wife is from Hot Springs and uh, so is. I mean absolutely. It, don't have to tell anybody locally virtually a sister city to saratoga it, it's a the scenario is is almost identical if you've never been to hot springs put it on the list who made the connection explain how the poem morphed itself into the book and of course you know one of the parts of this is that uh, proceeds from the book are going to trf uh, but make those connections and, and getting it published and, and then tell the story about Dave Papa, the street artist that uh, is responsible for the fabulous artwork. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, first off, I wrote the, the poem the night before. I sent it to two people. I sent it to Aaron Wellman and I sent it to uh, the, the Salvo family who live here in Sar Saratoga and were also a part of Ben Bang. Um, and Aaron immediately sends me back, uh, can I send this out to the partnership? And so um, when Ben Bang won the next day, it was funny, all the partners were telling me that I now need to be the, the poet for every race. I need, they need Poet a, laureate. They need it, yes. The poet, poet laureate uh. of Eclipse. So um, I, that is how kind of the story got out. Um, with Dave, um, we used to buy paintings when we would come to Saratoga. We loved his work on the on the streets right in front of Suave Fair. He would always paint on the streets and his little touches, he would let your kids take the brush and make a little bit of a, a mark on the painting. And so my kids love to take the brush and sometimes marks a little bigger than probably it should be. But, um, you know, they would love that part. And so we came back the following year after the race and um, it, was, it was actually my wife's idea to ask him you know, would be a great fit for him being a Saratoga connection to write a, be the illustrator of a book written about something that happened in Saratoga. And the publishing portion of it? So the publishing portion of it, it you know, was really my, my wife and I, we've kind of put this all together. I mean, she is amazing at this stuff, being kind of her media background um, has helped me. We had, you know, she has editors that she knows that 
you know, she's helped put this together. But really, this has just kind of been a, a team, a carpenter team effort that we all have come together nice. and put this book together. How'd you get involved with the TRF and some of the proceeds? Going? That, that aftercare has become such a major issue in the, the game over the last few years. It's great that the, some of the proceeds are going, but how'd you make the tie-in? Yeah, so um, Kelsey Marshall with Eclipse um, is on the board of the TRF, and it was, a, it was a pretty easy, you know, connection to make. Um, being a part of Eclipse and knowing how big of a role she had in the TRF. And um, the, the biggest thing is I wanted to make sure I understood what the TRF did before, you know, I know I'm only doing a small part for retirement of these, these wonderful creatures. But so I visited a, uh, the, the correctional facility that the TRF has in South Carolina. I wanted to just fully understand what you know the proceeds are going to and it's a wonderful program that yeah. does amazing stuff not only for the horses but for inmates and you know rebuilding them and kind of giving them and the horses a second chance yeah very good um let people know where they can get the book if uh, uh, you know we have a lot of people obviously watching in the area but via youtube and whatnot people are all over the place watching so how can people get the long shot absolutely well if you come to the track today i'm going to be over in the trf tent over by the entrance um, I would love to meet everybody and talk to signing. everybody. I will be signing the books. Um, you can buy your copy over there. Um, if you would like to buy it online, it will be online on either the TRF's website, on their store, or on Amazon, um, or Barnes & Noble online would have it as well. Very good. And now that, now that you have one under your belt, anything anything planned on the uh, writing side of things in the future? I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm a better writer when it just comes to me freely and not thinking about I have to write something. So we'll see if something else comes. And I also am curious, after Ben Bang, are you involved in other horses? We do have a couple horses right now. Uh, we actually have one that is scheduled to run, fingers crossed, next week here. We won't be here, but um, it's a, a filly named Fizzy. So kind of keeping our eye on her all right and uh give us your impressions of as as a new horse racing fan your impressions of the saratoga experience yeah i mean it's it's such an amazing place people don't understand until you get here just how special this place is it's almost like you you kind of go back in time yeah. and um and steve you were perfect at talking about hot springs and the connection of hot springs and it they just, the two cities have a very, very similar feel. It also occurs to me, and I didn't bring this up with you uh, this past week on, on radio, but it does occur to me that you played in Fenway and Wrigley Field, uh, which, I mean, your two home ballparks as a, as a major leaguer uh, have the same, yeah, you know, tradition. historic uh, you know, presence and, and tradition uh, that Saratoga has in that regard. A hundred percent. I mean, if you had to pick two historic ballparks yeah. to call home, you know, Wrigley and Fenway would definitely be up there and feel very blessed to have the opportunity to have played at both of those parks. And you talk about uh, major leaguers you don't think of for small towns in Ohio, but what about the, the guy pitching uh, to Robert Redford in the natural? Wasn't he kind of corn-fed? Right? The big, the big guy, <laughs> yes, I think they yes. described him as being uh, uh, country boy. So it's not, it's not un unknown. You, you may, people may want to read, actually, Go beyond the movie oh, and, and well, actually which, read, which is about a hundred. Read, read Bernard Malamud's actual. <laughs> I, I, however, am a big fan of the movie, but I, I kind of like the Frank Capra ending. I have to admit, uh, but, the, the, but, it's, it's not Capraskin in, in, in the book. No, I'm not. not uh, really. <laughs> sorry to, sorry to, sorry to, you know, spoil uh, the ending. Uh, but there's no spoiling the ending of the long shot. She wins. I'm going to give it away. She wins. <laughs> she wins, <laughs> and, and it's a winner. Chris Carpenter, everybody, and uh, Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners. 
uh, and the wonderful uh, poem. You don't mention her by name. Uh, was that, that's obviously by design. It actually it is by design because you know my my big thing was is this was a story about Ben Bang, but this is kind of a story about just any anybody that's generic. coming to track. Yeah, you yeah. know um, any anybody yeah. owning a horse. I mean, this was my Kentucky Derby. Uh, yeah, you know, July 29th, so far. 2021. This was my Kentucky yeah. Derby, and it was kind of the everyday person's, you know, long shot horse. Most of the horse racing world didn't care about this horse, but it was it was my, you know, so pride we, and joy. Can we get the wife to, to tweet out the video? Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll just tag you guys in it. <laughs> Chris Carpenter, everybody. Let's do this. We'll take, we got to take the break for the change? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. All right. When we come back, an equally fabulous story about a fundraiser. It's local. It's a. It's got everything. It's got. It's got a kid. It, it, it's a home run. Stay with us. Back after this. Loose on the lead. Lee Einsidler joins us later as well as another fair. Here's a poem. You got to write a poem now about Casa Creed. There's alliteration. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's a natural, actually. Seven year old. That's your next project. Okay. Back after this, Capital OTV, loose on the lead. Come on. I want sales reports on my desk by Monday. Whoops. My bad. Love racing? RTN brings you every live simulcast on your home television, plus live video streaming and race replays on your PC and mobile devices. To order, visit RTN.TV. RTN, a breed apart. The Clubhouse Racebook is the Capital Region's new home for racing and sports. 25,000 square feet of Vegas-style action with live wagering on the best horse racing from around the world. 260 flat-screen televisions and state-of-the-art wagering terminals. So don't miss out. The fun is only minutes away at 711 Central Avenue, Albany, just off exit 5 of I-90. And don't forget, if you can't make it to the Clubhouse, you can always wager online 24-7 at CapitalOTV.com. I'm Seth Merrill, and as serious horse players, we know that information is critical when placing a bet. With live streaming of more than 30 tracks, race replays, free past performances, and daily picks from professional handicappers, no one gives you more up-to-the-minute information than Capital OTV. Combine that with the best player awards in New York State, and you have everything a serious horse player needs to be successful. Win more with Capital OTV. Winning starts here. We're back on Loose on the Lead on this first Sunday morning of the meet. Hard to believe we'll be 10% into the season uh, by late this afternoon. Uh, as mentioned, as we were heading out, 
the uh, second half of the TRF conversation. This one came to light for me on Wednesday. I was doing the pre-Saratoga opening show and had Chris Carpenter on the radio, but TRF was having a media day and they introduced young Chandler Pabas to the media and you're a sensation. $2,500 raised for the TRF horses and he joins us now. Chandler, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Huh? I will, I will yeah. give you a round of applause <laughs> on that. Exactly. We, we were talking before uh, the commercial break. This was tied into a project with uh, National, not National Honor Society, National Junior mm-hmm. Honor Society. Tell us what the, the impetus was to get the project started. So I was invited. I had good grades and no, hadn't gotten in trouble yet. Hopefully it stays the same. <laughs> but so, one of the requirements was uh, have 10 hours community service from multiple organizations. First started with a food drive, which went pretty well, so I was glad with that. But I still had more hours to get done, you know, multiple. So I love horse racing. Been coming to track forever. Like, you know, all jockeys, all trainers. I can, like, an encyclopedia for the sport. <laughs> but, you know, so I decided to do TRF, and it ended up doing great. 2500 I sponsored a horse for a whole year, so it turned out. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. And I actually went on the TRF website, and they had some pictures of you through the years as a little kid with some of the jockeys <laughs> and whatnot. Talk a little bit. Uh, you're local? Yes. So you've been coming here to Saratoga since you were small, obviously, as we'll see with the pictures. And yep. uh, what, what drew you? Is your, your family, your father, your dad uh, uh, involved in the game at all? Or what, what drew you to the, the being a fan? We're just, like, kind of big fans, you know, nothing, like, really close. Uh, just love the sport and love everything around it. I ended up loving it, too. So that's kind of just how it ended up coming along. And what, uh, how did you get introduced to the TRF? Uh, it was more of, I think, kind of like as we came up with the idea, we reached out to Mrs. Weir because she runs it and talked about the idea. She said it was a great you know, opportunity and awesome, and it just kind of started from there, and it just grew. Yeah, yeah our friend Kim Weir, if you get her involved, it's, it's a go. Oh, definitely. It's a, yeah. uh, and, and, and again, a great job, $2,500. How did you raise it? Yeah. You know, like a salesman, I'd compare it to, you know, going to family, friends, people I don't know, just t- giving them a pitch, you know, telling them how awesome the organization is, why they should donate to this, and, you know, it ended up working out really well. So. I guess it did. Yeah, very good. Very good. So you basically just put the arm on the, the uh, unsuspecting friends and family? Well, you know, and some, you know, people I've never met also. You know. Strangers on the street. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly. out there panhandling for, for TRF. Exactly. Huh? Uh, this is this is we should we should note that his father is a professional headhunter. So there there's a certain there's a certain apple falling from the tree here when it comes to uh, to hustling them up. I love it. What uh, that's too, what, what about your friends? What what the friend? How, how did they react to this? Well, I mean, I was actually celebrating a friend's birthday yesterday, and I told them, you know, I'm gonna be on TV. They didn't believe me, so if they're watching, Braden, Alex, Lincoln, <laughs> I'm here. So. This, this this is a scene out of Willy Wonka, by the way. I, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to go too far afield, but uh, this is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory live. Uh, you got kind of a Mike TV look to you, actually. That's true. I mean, it's a, it's the next the next version they do of it. Too far. So what's next? What what uh, what's what, next what grade are you going into? I'm going into eighth grade. So okay, he's a freshman in college. Who, <laughs> come on, who, who are you kidding? 
too so, funny. What do you want to actually? What do you want to study? What do you want to do? Study business finance. I guess so. I'm hoping to get a <laughs> sports scholarship in football. But you know, that's not for helping Interesting. So you're playing pee wee and, and yeah. Yeah. What position? Wide Oh, Jesus. Wow. What school are you going to go to? Where are you going to end up? Anywhere that can take me. Dream school would be Georgia, but, you know, I'd be grateful for any sport. I love how, Tell me, how did you end up with Don Adam? Uh, did, did you, did so my dad is a really good friend of him. Me, my mom and my dad are really good friends. We have dinner with them. He's one of the best people I've ever yes, met. Yes, he is. He's one of, the great, one of the great people, so, one of the great owners of the game. You know, like, just awesome. And over time, we built a good relationship. And he actually has a horse named after my dad, named General Jim. My dad's also in the Vermont Army National Guard, so. You buried the lead on this. <laughs> you got to be kidding. With, with, and we should mention the fan club. Mick, our TV guy, said we got to get a bleacher for the, the fan club here. Yeah. So your dad is the impetus for General Jim. Well then, you're so you'll be on after later on after the Alan Jerkins. We'll we'll get you on the Sunday after Travers. Unbelievable! <laughs> That's tremendous. What, this is right. That, it all comes full circle. Did I promise you? It all it all it all comes full circle. But right. be, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, I interrupted Steve's question. He said, "Next, you have something? You got another fundraiser planned?" Not right now, but definitely, I think we could grow this this. I would indirectly plan this, and I think it could grow. I think it could double, really. So that would be a great plan, great idea. I, I love it. I love it. I love the confidence, and I love what you did already. I mean, $2,500 is great. Coach, as you say, takes care of a horse for a year. you got to love that because, as I said earlier, aftercare has now become such an important uh, topic in the horse racing industry, and it's great to see that you became a fan of the game and pulled that in. And, and so, uh, congratulations on a, a fabulous effort. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you to have me. So very good. So we will uh, we'll take a break uh, and come back. We'll talk to Lee Einsiedler on the owner side of things after the big win yesterday in the Kelso with uh, Casa Creed. But we'll go out once again with some applause for well Chandler done. with a, a really good effort. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Come on! I want sales reports on my desk by Monday. Whoops. My bad. Love racing? RTN brings you every live simulcast on your home television, plus live video streaming and race replays on your PC and mobile devices. To order, visit RTN.TV. RTN, a breed apart. The Clubhouse Racebook is the Capital Region's new home for racing and sports. 25,000 square feet of Vegas-style action with live wagering on the best horse racing from around the world. 260 flat-screen televisions and state-of-the-art wagering terminals. So don't miss out. The fun is only minutes away at 711 Central Avenue, Albany, just off exit 5 of I-90. And don't forget, if you can't make it to the Clubhouse, you can always wager online 24-7 at CapitalOTV.com. I'm Seth Merrill, and as serious horse players, we know that information is critical when placing a bet. With live streaming of more than 30 tracks, race replays, free past performances, and daily picks from professional handicappers, no one gives you more up-to-the-minute information than Capital OTV. Combine that with the best player awards in New York State, and you have everything a serious horse player needs to be successful. 
Win more with Capital OTB. Winning starts here. Welcome back to Lutz on the Lead on this Sunday morning. Seth Maron Seabick and one of our favorite people on the racetrack, Lee Einseidler, had to bring him over here. Congratulations on uh, Casa Creed and the win in the Kelso yesterday. Lee, that was fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> what a performance. Seven years long. And that's, um, I, I put the horse on top, but I said when we did the morning handicapping show, I said, well, the question for handicappers is, is he still Casa Creed at seven because he had win-win? But you look at that Saudi Arabian race, which was fabulous, and the uh, second to Caravelle, and I said, I'm still going. Casa uh, uh, Creed is still Casa yeah. Creed. Some people <laughs> wrote after the Jiper that maybe he lost a little of his fastball. He had a maroon post. The speed didn't materialize. Definitely is fabulous. He run great. He run, a, I think, a 99 buyer in the Jiper. Yeah. So... And Did we um, see a number for yesterday? 100. Run 100. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. No, nice little triple digit. He was as good yesterday as he's ever been. Yeah. And that's part of the real appeal of the, of the whole of the whole story is that this is a I horse. I think we have the race, too. So if those this guys is a horse that has gotten, up. and of course, in Bill Mott's care, this is a horse. Uh, of his starts at Saratoga. Uh, he, he's run here every year since he was two years old. This is what his fourth or third stake win. He's run six years in a row six at Saratoga, which is remarkable to begin with. One is a two-year-old. Won the Hall of Fame at three. Third in the four-star David four. Third in the four-star David five. Won it at six. And won the Kelso six. yesterday. Unbelievable. Yeah. The run at Saratoga six years in a row is at a high, at the highest level. Well, and, and you're, you're, you have been on the show six years in a row and, right. and perform at the highest level. Talk about what's going on right now, because Louis Saez is riding two horses. He's riding Casa Creed, yeah. and he's absolutely riding Annapolis here. Uh, he made Irad look a little silly today, well, yesterday. I thought coming out of the Jiper sprint that we would be more forwardly placed than we would normally be. 
and uh, he just put him in a great place. Yeah. And Look at him. Pen, pen, he's got that yeah. the yellow, the two, that's pinned in. I'm not taking anything away from the favorite. Annapolis is a very, very, very talented racehorse. Um, but I think it's safe to say. But you um, left him. We, we, really, we really got a, a fabulous trip by Louie. He rode him great. He had the two down inside. Yeah. And right about now when he came out, I was looking behind Kasha Creed to see who's coming. And I thought, nobody's coming. And right about now, I'm thinking, we're in, we're in great shape. Yeah. Nobody's coming. And the two finally got out. He got out late, but... He, he, he had like, every... He, he, like he got out. He had every chance to Kasha catch Creed him. was going to be better no matter what. Yeah. yeah. He, he, and look at him. He's still, he's he still extended. No what. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I was down in the winter, winter circle after the race listening to uh, you and Bill Mott, and... The game plan wasn't this race. The game plan was to c- come up and go the four-star day, but Bill said he was just doing too well. He shocked me. He shocked me, and Kiernan gave the call away. I wasn't thinking Kelso. In my mind, Kelso's a dirt race. Well, yeah, they, they're, swapping, they're swapping the names. And I said to Bill a few weeks ago, how are we doing with Casa Creed on schedule for the four-star day? He had a little something bugging him in a leg. He said, I'm going to run on opening Saturday in the Kelso. I said to Kelso, he said, yeah, he used to be the Forbidden Apple. He's ready to run. One more work, and we're going to run opening weekend. So there you have it. Do you get the, the follow-up this morning? Um, you mean the next race? No, no, no the follow-up. How's he doing today oh, coming yeah, out of the race? I was in the barn with him very early. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. Ate up. Doing awesome. Billy had his hands all over him. You know, you go to Belmont Barn. He puts his hands on every single horse. He's there with every single horse, and he looked great this morning. Clear-eyed, looking fabulous. He looked terrific. Terrific. A couple of different things. We have to talk Saratoga and, and the fandom that this horse has generated. Let's do some follow-up and some sort of career retrospective. And, and some of the things, Lee, that, have, that has been a little, a little bit tricky with him. There's been a couple of things that have happened. Number one. If there's one place he doesn't like to run, it's Keeneland. And you've been, unfor- unfortunately... He's never you- run good in Kentucky. Anywhere. And that's true, actually. Well, you got two sand-based courses. He's never run good in Kentucky. So that's number one. Now, you've got down the road, if we look to the Breeders' Cup, because you want to try the Breeders' Cup again. Yes. And, you know, obviously, four-star Dave will be a win and you're in. Ideally... A downhill try at Santa Anita feels like it's right up his alley, the six and a half, except that's not the configuration they're going to run the Breeders' Cup sprint this year. They don't want to do the transition from the grass over the dirt back to the grass. They're scared to do that, the Breeders' Cup. So instead, they're going to run it at five, which is just a little ridiculous. So again, now you're in this quandary You'd love to run the classic sprint turf sprint distance at Santa Anita, but they're not going to run that. So are you are you committed to the mile? We're committed to the mile. We discussed it this morning. We can't run them at five. It's way too no. short. Um, it is what it is. We have to play with the cards that are dealt to us. Um, we'll talk about his next race. There's a couple ideas. I'll share them with you this morning. Um, but when you look at the American milers, I don't know who we need to be afraid of. I, you know, I respect them all. I respect a lot the horse that ran second yesterday. But when you look at the American horses, I, we're right there for sure. The Euros are another story. Uh, you have no idea. So we'll race one more time, and then 
go to Shananita. He ran at Shananita once in the Shoemaker. He was washed out crazy before the race. Terrible. <laughs> he ran deceptively fabulous. He was fourth or fifth, but only missed by two, and he was a wet mess. So we'll look to run him in the Breeders' Cup morning. So that had to be what three, four, three years three, ago. Three years ago. Yes, okay. three years ago. So when he was when he would have been, I said he would have been four. We ran him out there at four. Talk about buying him because you know top of the page, uh, Keeneland September. Uh, to 2017, right. uh, paid a little over $100,000, yeah. now well over $2 million yeah. in earnings. Right. Talk about picking him out of the sale. Yeah, you know, I give all the credit to Kenny McPeak. That's right. It's the first horse Kenny ever uh, picked out for me. We've been friends for many years. Many years. I, we became friends here in Saratoga. Um, he called me up. He said, I got a horse for you. It's about 100000 He'll run early. He'll run at Saratoga for you. He'll run on the dirt, he'll run on the grass, probably more grass, but can run on the dirt. Um, and I think you can have a lot of fun with him. So we bought him. <laughs> we bought him. Yeah, mission accomplished. Mike Frances is my partner. I said, we're buying this horse. He said, a Jimmy Creed, really? I said, yeah, let's, let's just get him. He's not a million dollars, let's buy him. So we bought him together. And uh, he's, he's taking us around the world. I, I, and I, you know, we talked about it before we came on the air. I got to tell the story because it's, it, it is a great story from yesterday. Um, you're a great ambassador to the game. Uh, I've been friendly with you for, for quite a while now right. through Steve, and, and you're super enthusiastic about the sport, and as I say, a great ambassador. Um, and yesterday I'm walking in the paddock, and there's a group of people who sit in the kind of the picnic area who will – for years and years have waved and hey who do you like today and right. i ch chat with them a great group of guys and they stopped me yesterday and said do you know who owns the eight and i said yeah it's lee lee einsteiler and they said yeah he just gave us some money and said go bet on my horse <laughs> and they, they were kind of like we didn't know what to and i said no no yeah go go play and they and uh, so after the race, they're outside the winner's yeah. circle. And there's a couple of guys who are lifetime race trackers, and they're yeah. now, they now have the story of a lifetime. Yeah, that was fun. I was walking in the paddock, and they were there yelling. And they said, can your horse win? Can your horse win? I said, of course he's going to win. And one of them said, you can't beat the two. I gave him each 100. I said, when he wins, you come to the winner's circle. Because I want to see those tickets. Because if that hundo goes south, I'm going to come back, and you guys are going to have a real problem with me. Of course he's going to win. So I bought him each $100 uh, win ticket, and they showed up by the winner's circle. We they, they, were, the winner's they were circle. over the moon. I think uh, I made their summer. Yeah, they were over the moon. Summer. You made their... The, from my yeah, you made their entire career at the they racetrack. They had, that, this was going to the top of their story yeah, list. Yeah, good so for you. That was you know, that was fun. Listen, that that's what Saratoga is all about. Well, and th and this is this is a horse. I mean, uh, the four star Dave, the, the the chance to repeat in the four star Dave. Yeah, and you, you know you you were you were looking downstate on Belmont Day to basically retire the Jiper Trophy yeah, to tried. win that three times in a yeah. row. Yeah. But yeah, you know, this is the kind of horse. You know, when we listen to that refrain about, particularly about three-year-olds leaving the scene and going to stud, this is a whole horse, right? And and there'll be a stud career for him yes. somewhere in the world yes. when he's done. Uh, but in the meantime, as you mentioned, people are coming year after year, and they're seeing him here, or they're seeing him at Belmont, and they get to follow his career. And how many starts now has he made? Uh, yesterday was start number 32, win number 8. So there you go. So uh, that continuity is, is invaluable to building 
you know, real fans and and people that have a sustained interest in the game. Yep. And, and, you know, the four-star four Dave himself, the Sultan of Saratoga, had, you know, it, it's really fitting that, you know, you, you've got kind of an heir to that, yes. to that concept. Somebody wrote this morning he's become the mayor of Saratoga. <laughs> and you, he's won eight times, but Steve Haskin wrote me. He said, I looked at all of his races. In all the races that he did not win, he never got beat more by, by more than three lengths. Oh, that Saudi Arabian race was two oh, two years oh, in a row. Oh, that just this year. Last, last year too. He got beat by a foot, and last year he got beat by maybe three inches. Yep. Yep. Yeah, ran great. Yeah. Yep. But he's never gotten beat by more than three lengths. Maybe. Well, stylistically, it, 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 what's interesting is as he's matured, it, he's he's gotten even more tactical. I mean, sometimes you, you get horses as they as they mature, and they they will become, you know, much more one dimensional. And and yeah. he if he had felt this felt like a, a race, the way in which he broke sharp, and Louis positioned himself and took advantage of that. Uh, I mean, if he had if he had been behind Annapolis early, could have been different. It, it's a it's a very different uh, scenario. Yes. But instead, you, you basically got to control the race from mid pack. To be fair, once the two got out. He had every opportunity. Uh, I agree. I completely agree. He had every agree. opportunity. I'm not taking I anything did, away from no. him. He, I, I think Annapolis is great. I think he'll improve off yesterday's race to be in the four-star Dave. He'll be a handful. But Kasha Creed was the best horse in the race yesterday, regardless of trip. He got the trip, but he was going to win he made. He made his own trip. He did. And, 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 and Louis, that's one of Louis's. You know, it's interesting, too. We should mention, we haven't talked yet, Seth and I, about the, the you know these early portion of the meet. But Yasaya's uh, know, kind of we, we, you know, lifted the lid on the meat, and Sayas was had been in a little bit yeah. of a fishtail, uh, yeah. it, and this and it's a, a good couple, win of, for him. and he had a couple already, and I think that uh, now the fog has cleared a little bit. I agree. He, he's fearless. No, he's this. He's he's, he does terrific. Very talented rider, very strong, great finisher, and he'll put a horse anywhere. Yeah, it's a and it's a tough jockey colony up here this year. Yes. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, uh, one one thing that's interesting because I mean you, you know you've talked about him being you know, the horse of a lifetime, and it is interesting that you've had this progressive series right. of big horses, you know, with with real regularity, and and each progressive one, I suppose from from Tim, from Timber Reserve to Mister Sydney, beautiful Danielle was an excellent race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of yours have been kind of purchased in that you're, you're not you're not jumping out there for a million or two million well, bucks. Early you're... on, I did, and I learned that the more you spend, doesn't mean they can run any faster. That was early when I got started. Um, but yeah, the last decade we haven't spent a lot of money. Yeah, I, you know, I have a great team, and I think Kenny helps. Pat Hoppel, who breaks the yellings, has a great eye. Sure, I have a two-year-old over here. I was going to ask, two-year-olds, uh, what, what are we one, looking for up here? Yeah, I have one. I don't even want to talk about him. I want to get a big price on him. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's no big prices on any horse of yours. Well, you you see to that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I, I, I started out with maybe thinking we were going to run four two-year-olds. We'll run two. One is acting like he's a very serious horse. And the bloodstock agent, Mike Ryan, bought him for me. Um, last year at the Keeneland sale. He said physically he's as good as anything I've ever seen in a yearling. His stallion is a little quiet, so you'll be able to buy him. 
he still was more than I like to spend. Mike Francesca and I brought him together for 300. That was 100 more than we like to go. Um, but he's up here. He looks like a three-year-old. He's a big, giant, two-turn dirt horse, and we're looking forward to getting him rolling here in the next few weeks. That's the benefit of having a horse like Casa to help bankroll that little extra, that little extra, you know, back pocket. Steve, it's so true. We're so fortunate. Casa's paid the bills for the barn for five years. Yeah. He's paid the bills. Yeah. You know, you're running Saudi Arabia second two years in a row. They send you a check for second of a quarter of a million bucks. Be thankful you didn't you didn't win the big race because everybody's still waiting for their check for the, for the, the, the that's crazy. No, that I wins know. that race. Yes. So we've been so fortunate that Casa's been, you know, financially just fabulous for us. Well, and you also you, you also learned you adjusted some things. You you didn't press on to Maidan after. After you know, the the race, Billy and I talked about it. We said he's seven. Let's run in Saudi Arabia and let's bring him home. The previous year we went and it worked out. He came back. He won the Jaipur. He won the fourth. But he's seven years old now. So now we have a month before the four star Dave. The plan is to run him in the four star Dave, but only if he's ready. Only if he's ready. We're not looking to. That's what Bill said in the uh, winter circle yeah. yesterday. The long range plan is to get him to Santa Anita. So we'll look to run him in the four-star days. But if he tells us he needs a little more time... Go to the City of Hope. The backup plan is a great plan. It's the Woodbine Mile in the Oh, ah, all right. That, okay. that too, which Reed is one turn. Greatest <laughs> Cup winning you're in. And it's one turn, Jiper style. Yep. And you have yep. that long stretch. Yep, yep, yep. 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 probably love that. Yeah. million bucks, Greatest Cup winning you're in. Yep. So Bill and I were talking about it this morning. We'd love to That's get him into the four-star day, but the backup plan will be Canada and I, then California. Yeah, you and I was going to say to go to California a month early and run in the city of Hope. He's staying here with Mr. Mott. Right. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I remember the first time I was up there at Woodbine, and I was watching a monitor inside, and my horse takes the lead at the top of the stretch, and I thought, I'm home. And I then took, then a, the couple, took a couple of steps forward <laughs> yeah. and looked at the actual track and thought, oh, yeah. let me revise that plan. Yeah. That stretch is, yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, Seth and I were we were there for Teppin, when Teppin Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, and yeah. they're great up there. It's a nice facility, right? Yep. Just down the throughway, people haven't visited. Yes. Um, but I also, before we let you go, I have to mention, I said you're a great ambassador for the sport, and obviously you're in that on the owning side. But you're also a little bit of a player. And I'm not sure I'm going to remember the story exactly <laughs> right. now, but you showed me your phone. It was like two, three years ago where you had a ticket that was essentially like a pick six, $8 ticket, but you just kept punching. <laughs> I think you had three that singles on the ticket. The you walked away. It was like the opening Thursday. It was unbelievable. Middle of COVID. Yeah. I couldn't get to the track because I didn't have anything running, but over here in the condo, and I bought a pick five, one by four by two by one by one. <laughs> That's a four dollar ticket. I didn't know it that I bought it fifty four times. Fifteen repeat. We get home a twenty one to one shot singled in the first leg. Beat Chad Brown. He's three to five with an Ian Wilkes horse. In the second race, there's a Diodoro two to five. I don't like it. I use the four longest shots, the 28 to one shot one with Ray Handel. And then I get a five to one Michael Trombetta to beat a three to five and then two singles. Jeremiah Engelhart and Linda Rice with the only MPO. <laughs> the investment was 216 bucks and we get back 518 grand. <laughs> 
that, that was, was great. That unbelievable. Was, uh, and you're listen, the greatest. I like cash, not credit, but I turned around and I took 100000 and gave it to the permanent uh, Exactly. Uh, that's exactly. Nice. That's, so that that's, was, that's, that's like a that's, once in a that, that, that's your, no, it's not. That, 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 that's, you do it on yeah. a, you do it with it a great. fairly regular and uh, win or lose, you're also as, as beloved on the track for generosity and, uh, I mean, well, it's just a, you know, every good thing that comes your way is uh, is is karma driven. We're fortunate, and I'm pleased we can do it. And you know. Oh, I, and speaking of the TRF, you're involved with the Casa Amigas uh, downtown, the the charity event. That yeah, we donated middle, of, middle of the meet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They got that delivery the other day. A hundred bottles of Casa Amigos and whatever they want. I got messages yesterday. There was an event last night. We gave Casa Amigos to. I didn't even know it, and they wanted to know where we were. And, we're doing something with the Hall of Fame. Nice. We're yeah. happy to help. Well, I, I say it all the time when we talk about you. You have horses running. I say I've been friendly with Lee for a long time now. He's he's a great guy, great for the game, and and it, that's what makes it fun to bring you in here well, on days you. like this to introduce people and, and let them know how much fun it is. And, and as you. I say, you made you made two guys, uh, guys racing career yesterday. Those that was so great. much fun. We in their shorts, uh, tank tops, Bud Lights, yeah. and we took They were yucking them. it up outside the uh, right outside yeah, the winter circle. Yeah, they, they, they were, they, were, uh, yeah. they absolutely that, were tickled. That was great. That, that was great. And last night was epic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, very good. Last night was good. Very good. Uh, yeah, but I always ask people, yeah. uh, because you're a Saratoga regular, yeah. um, any place downtown that you would recommend for people who come into town? With, you know, I like with, where, them do you, all. where do you eat? Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like them all. I try and go spread everywhere. it around. Yeah, I like I like going everywhere. I think there's so many great places. The people are so welcoming. As you spoke about earlier, Steve Costa Creed has developed such a great following that when I go around town and bounce around, everybody's asking me about the horse and following <laughs> the horse. So I think last night I wound up in maybe you know a dozen places. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, very good. And. I love getting in the car and going out and having dinner with Louis at Nove because that's that's the greatest. Yeah. That's the greatest. I, that's, that, that's a special place. So I didn't get there yesterday, but maybe I'll get there tonight. There's plenty of plenty time. Of, exactly. Plenty, plenty of opportunity. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks uh, for having uh, me, Lee. Our pleasure. Uh, do you want to? Do we want to send off with uh, with a funny side uh, reminiscence? Uh, I, we're we're heading. I, I'm worried right. about running into we, the Naira pregame. All right, because so. we well we were gonna we were gonna run the Derby again, uh, passing a uh, funny side earlier this morning. No, it's all right. Funnier, yes or no? Yeah. Well, uh, mix the TV guys, so he's yeah. saying another five. Well, uh, obviously uh, this story uh, between Sacatoga and you know Jack Knowlton and the late Dave Maher and and uh, and oh my gosh. Uh, uh, Gus uh, Williams, uh, Barkley tag, of course, Barkley, Barkley and, Robin. And, and Robin, and uh, it 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 was a it was a magical story, and it was uh, he's one of those horses. There's going to be a flood today, of of and the next couple of days of uh, you know an outpouring uh, of appreciation for mm-hmm. what he did for new not just for New York breeding uh, and the New York racing community. Uh, but he he brought tons of fans into the game that have become horse players, become owners, uh, have, have become you know people in the industry. Uh, it it was a great story with that group and the school bus. I think it raised people's uh, 
you know, knowledge of the whole partnership yeah. side of the game. And well, these were smaller kind of guys exactly. jumping in, and exactly. I think that has ramped up since the, the funny side era. Well, and, the, and for people that don't recall, I mean, this is a horse that a lot of people had an opportunity to buy yep. be, before Sakatoga took him for 75000 there, there were people that could have bought him off the farm for fifty, uh, and, and I know that the Pond Street, Pond Street people, I think, offered fifty five, and and... Uh, Joe McMahon and company, and, and they 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 want they thought he was worth more. Uh, you know, distorted humor, first crop uh, of distorted humor. So there was uncertainty about right. what what that represented, and um, it, it you know the showcase for Barkley, uh, and and then for him to have this bookend, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. eighteen years later or whatever it is with his the law, uh, is is really amazing. But uh, funny, another Sacatoga you know, horse, yeah. Uh, and you know, and personally, for Funny Side, for me, Funny Side was the horse that when I had started uh, Derby Trail on Yahoo as a little sports group, it, it was Funny Side who kind of I kind of rode his coattails. I d- identified him when he went down and ran in the Holy Bull, and then I basically stuck with him, you know, through the Derby, and it it kind of Jose Santos, Jose yeah, yeah, Santos, yeah. Yeah. well, and and the crazy controversy. Oh, the with the, absolutely with the, crazy! With the idiots from yeah. the Miami Herald, yeah. you know, with the the crazy supposed yeah. uh, with the because suppo- the supposed buzzer, uh, which created, I, I mean, there was so much going on. There was the angst that uh, there was Bobby Frankel waiting in the wings, who and, and Bobby was frustrated because he thought he had a triple crown horse in Empire Maker, and the hoof was, you know, prevented yeah. him from from being at his best, and then they laid in wait for. You know, for wearing the black hat. Oh, big time. Edgar Prado was supposed to ride the horse. He didn't show up for work. Jose Santos was at the barn. Yep. They put up Jose Santos to work him, and Jose got the horse. Yep. Edgar missed the work, and Jose got the horse. Yeah. There, there's yeah, so the many. The serendipity of the right? racetrack. Well, there, and then uh, you remember the, the lead up to Travers here, and how they, everybody was waiting for this Empire Maker funny side rematch, and it didn't materialize. They both ended up out. Yeah. And with ten most wanted, right? Yes, I think. Wally Delazzi. Right. The way Wally Delazzi. Yeah. Pate. That sounds right, actually. I think. I think. I think you're right. I think you're think right. So, yeah. think you're right. Right. So, think so, to everybody who was involved directly, and uh, to all the Sacatoga partners that uh, got involved subsequently for Jack and Dot, and uh, obviously Robin and, and Barkley. Uh, thoughts to everybody involved. Uh, the, the appreciation for what Funny Side means to uh, New York racing and, and New York breeding and fans and horse players in general. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. All right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, again, Lee, congratulations Thanks, on yeah. yesterday. Good luck yeah. going forward with the Thanks, two year old and four star Dave and, what, and whatnot. Always uh, you're, you're a lucky partner. Well, day, day one uh, for Loose on the Lead, although you, you, you'll be out of town a few, and that includes next week. There's right? actually a chance that we'll be back. From Haskell. Oh, okay. We have All to right. leave, right. and we'll uh, so there's a chance. You, we'll, there's a we'll keep chance our fingers we'll be crossed back because Sunday. you haven't taken a shot yet today, so we'll wait for next week. But I, 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 <laughs> I ran into a woman over on the front side yesterday. She walked up to me. She goes, "Man, I really like you. You do a great job." And she goes, "You're always making fun of your tie and your clothes, but I think you're really great." And so I said, "I really appreciate that." <laughs> I used to love wearing that tie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own any. 
Well, he's got plenty. He's a, I don't know. All right, we'll uh, wrap it up for this morning. Enjoy the races this afternoon. Again, low rollers contest here. Double promo down at the clubhouse race book. So. This is your year. Oh, you will I win had, a low roller. I had Casa Creed as my Beat Vic horse yesterday. So. As did I. I that right. was my, oh, by the way, Beat Vic today is is the quick call, and I'm and it's my Unca- my uh, DePaula unca- play of the day horse, Uncashed. Very good. And right? If you're unfamiliar, go to NTRA. NTRA.com slash Beat Vic. Yeah, you can get a chance at moving on later, maybe to the NHC. All right. Wrapping it up, loose on the lead on this first Saturday, first Sunday of the meet, first weekend of the meet. We'll be in here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So thanks for joining in. Enjoy the racing this afternoon. We'll see you on Wednesday for more on OT. In the Kentucky Derby. Scrimshaw breaking on the far outside. Peace rules. Frank Cousy is also right there. For the outside, eye of the Tiger. Indian Express got caught in behind horses in the early going as they move by us for the first time. And it is Frank Cousy in front. Peace rules now moves to second. Eye of the Tiger is third. Funny side for the inside is racing fourth. Scrimshaw five wide into the front in fifth. And Indian Express in a world of trouble. Strangled in behind horses. Indian Express a very tough time of it in the early stages here. Domestic dispute is winning seventh in between horses. Jerry Bailey has Empire Maker eighth and on the outside. Super Blitz is ninth. Awfully Wild is tenth. Then it's ten most wanted. Three rod on the back of the pack. He's eleventh on the outside. That's what I'm talking about. Is now running in twelve. Buddy Gill way near the back of the pack. And then it's out of here. Lone Star Sky and ten cents of shine trails the field. The half went in a grueling forty-six and one-fifth seconds. Peace Roll and Brancusi head to head with five furlongs to go here. Funny side is called on for run as they approach the half mile pole. Eye of the Tiger fourth and toiling on the outside. Then it's domestic dispute as lifts through in between horses. Scrimshaw with the chance is only five lengths from the lead. Jerry Bailey is now launching his bid with Empire Maker. And there they go. They're moving on the outside. Sixth a moment ago. And now they're fifth on the outside with three furlongs to go. They've run three quarters in one, ten and one. They're approaching the top of the stretch. Funny side to the neck of Peace Rules. Empire Maker charging hard. A sustained rally for him on the far outside. They turn for home. I have the Tiger. Brancusi is spent. Domestic dispute is in between horses. Scrimshaw is totally off the wall there on the outside. They're coming down to the final furlong. And the gutsy galloping funny side has a narrow lead. Bobby Frankel's derby deal up. Peace rolls to his inside. Empire Maker is giving it all. Funny side trying to pull up. The upset here. 12 to 1 coming down to the line. And the gutsy galloping funny side has won the 129th Kentucky Derby. With jockey Jose Santos aboard. You're watching OTB TV, a service of Capital Off-Track Betting.